Hi there. How's it going? Justin here from The Real Boys. So this week we watched Lawless, a movie about putting hair on your nutsack, moonshine, and probably enough illegal activity to uh, make Al Capone look holy or something or another. I, I'm not, I don't know where I was going with that one. So this movie's about, uh, it's a true story based on bootlegging moonshine. Uh, three brothers, and uh, the bond is just incredible. But uh, enough about all that. Let's bring in our first guest, whoever the first guest may be, first one to join me. Yay, it's me. <laughs> I'm digging the shirt, man. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. It's from my uh, corporate sponsor who's sponsoring season three, uh, the Sarla Rugby Team, Unicorn uh, Startup Incubator, and uh, the Startup Super Cup, uh, which is happening in uh, October. It's uh, Dom Einhorn, uh, my season two final guest. Uh, he was gracious enough to uh, sponsor the podcast, so he sent me off a whole bunch of merchandise that I'm going to be showing off and uh, having a little raffle daffle for season three. I'm a professional sellout. Yes, 100. <laughs> nice. Corporate. Someone gives me free stuff or money, I will shellac it all day uh, long, all day. Only a step above that is just getting it tattooed on your forehead, and then <laughs> I, I'm like this close. Like if the money's right, you know, like I I'm full on not on the side of the Duran, uh, the the Bondrans in this. I would be on the other side. They're like, hey, we can do this and we can increase your money. Yeah, sure, let's do that. I'm not gonna hold out. Too much <laughs> violence. Nah. Yeah. Long-term gain, not short-term, baby. But you want to do it for the moonshine? I mean, that's where it's at. Look, moonshine can pay the bills, but also if I if I just pay a little money for protection, I get to do more moonshine, and I don't have to fight anything. Right. And I live longer. Look, look at what happened to the boys. They got shot up. Who wants to get shot? <laughs> shot getting shot hurts. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, we'll, uh, we'll bring you back here in a bit. Let's bring up our next guy. Mr. Michael Colby Moonshiner. Hello, sir. I am here to talk about the movie. I have no corporate sponsors. I'm not a sellout to <laughs> anyone. I'm here to talk about this movie, which is awesome. I'm okay. so glad that you had us watch this movie. I never heard of it. Really? I, I didn't know that this was a thing. Um, I love Tom Hardy. I love Shia LaBeouf. I love Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. I had no idea that he wrote any um, like screenplays. And, you know, even looking at it, when I looked at it at first, I was like, eh, this probably isn't going to be my thing. But the longer it went, man, this movie rules. <laughs> I was I was super, super stoked about watching this, about talking about this. Now, have you ever drank actual moonshine, like actual distilled illegally bootlegged moonshine before no and i am i'm not against it <laughs> and <laughs> as a matter of fact i when i take walks around my neighborhood i'm 95 percent positive that there is a moonshine still like less than a mile away from my house um so if they were to offer it to me i would probably take some but I'm also a lightweight when it comes to any substances. So it could, in fact, uh, probably kill me if I drank <laughs> enough of it. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So we'll, we'll get back into alcohol consumption later on. But uh, we'll, we'll see in a bit. Can we get um, who else is here? Hello. 
How's it going, man? Doing all right. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm I'm here. I, right. I'm hearing the boys being destructive, so I might yeah. go back and forth. It's but the theme of this episode, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> now, your first thought, have you seen this before? I had not. No. You had not. Okay. Mm -hmm. And initial thoughts going into it, what were you kind of expecting? I like the setting. I like the Prohibition era. I like Westerns. I like frontier stories, and this is still kind of frontiersy, just Appalachian instead of Western. Um, I was expecting a crime story set during the bootlegging era, and I got it, and I, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it more than I thought I would, and I didn't really go in expecting to dislike it. So, Yeah, at, yeah. at points, I know it does get a bit graphic for some people at home in case they're going to watch this you know, after the review and we spoil it. Um, any scenes do you think they took it maybe too far? Um, the ball jar scene is probably, I think the most graphic thing in this movie. Um, yeah. I, it, it, it felt in line kind of with what I expected. I don't expect bootlegging stories to be clean or like graphically safe, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I I would warn people that parts of this movie do get really, really graphic. It does. It, yeah. it gets pretty bad and uh, fast. I mean, it gets graphic quick. <laughs> totally yeah. Lucky. Um, all right, man. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. Do we have anyone? Is Jerry in here? Yo, Jerry yo. Blaze. What's going on, man? I'm here, man. What's going on, bro? How you doing? I don't know. Another day, another day. Uh, or one guy said another day, another penny. I mean, uh, right. either way works. Um, so, have you seen this before? Yes. <laughs> Dan with the ball jars at home. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think about the soundtrack? The the boot. I think the bootleggers did almost every song on the soundtrack. Um, it was good, man. I really liked it. I mean, I like the movie in general. So when I saw this was it, I was. Happy to rewatch, man. Excited. Did you have any uh, initial idea about? I'm trying to think how to phrase it. Did you have any expectations going into it that may have been shattered? No, no. I mean, I didn't have any expectations, man. I mean, I, I my one of my fr close friends told me it was a good movie, and you know, I pretty much trust what he he says, and so. But I was not disappointed, man. I loved it, like top to bottom. Yeah, you can never go wrong with Tom Hardy. I mean, oh no, no, exactly, man. I'm a huge Tom Hardy fan too. So you got my you you got my vote on this one, bro. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so let's let's bring everyone in real quick. I think that's everybody. Did I forget anybody? Nah, I think the gang's all here tonight. Yeah, Good this is the group. So because my mind skips tracks and ADD kicks in, <laughs> I probably won't go in order of how the movie happened, but I'll kind of read off some of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, is that all right if I break format? If, that is fine because you're the host. Of our host. Yeah, you're yeah. the host. Yeah, all you make right. the decision. Mix it up. Listen to the ground quick. All right. <laughs> um, so it, I'm trying to think of the mob. There's a mobster in there, and he kind of walks around. He just walks around like no one can touch him. Um, I can't remember his name. I didn't even actually do research. It's Gary, on it's Gary Oldman's character. Floyd Banner. Yeah, Floyd Banner. Floyd Banner. 
what did you guys think of Floyd Bammer as he just rolls up, shoots a car, and walks away like nothing happened? Gary that was, man. yeah, <laughs> like you want to talk about setting the tone of a character when when that character get, and everybody's watching him, everybody knows what's about to happen and it happens and nothing happens to him. Like that is like, you know what this character is from 45 seconds of being on screen and it's awesome. Oh yeah. It, it just, it solidifies the old mentality of what happened in the prohibition that we were told like, happening like oh there's going to be gangsters shot people in the street dead without repercussions and we just seeing it now in this true story you know and making it even better i would say yeah really did justice there and the i don't know if anyone's a big car fanatic but the only cars that they talked about were fords back then ford made almost every single vehicle on the road mm -hmm. oh is anyone a classic car fan by chance? It's the pool. Chris. Hi, Chris. Whoa. Chris Harvey. Oh, the superstar the himself. We yes. scored a we scored a real life celebrity for this episode. You did. Yeah. You're welcome. Good to have you. <laughs> Good. I, I I forgot we were doing a podcast today. I was like, oh, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was playing some mean games with Warzone. Oh, uh, uh, so, were you on a hot streak? No, we suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, what were your initial thoughts of the movie so far? Um, I'm giving like a quick rundown of what I thought. I I, I liked it. I actually uh, I thought it was a little dull in the beginning. I was driving when I watched this. Um, I had a 13-hour drive home from Wisconsin. and I, I mean, I was watching the road, but it was at night. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> it was Someone else was driving the vehicle. I just want to point that out. We don't yeah, yeah, yeah. encourage I driving I and driving. watching. I meant like I was in the car while someone was driving. Oh, he was so, traveling. He was traveling. traveling. Yes. It was a little just, it was like a lot of things, you know, you talk. And, but uh, near the, near, like, after like, 25 30 minutes i started to pick up uh once the dude you know i don't want to say too much i don't know how far you guys got but once you Go know for some action oh once the dude got his uh uh force got his throat slit oh man i was in i said oh <laughs> let's go we, we we were i liked that a lot that's one of my uh favorite scenes on how they play into the legend of oh he's indestructible you can't yeah, kill yeah. him immortal <laughs> And they don't even know what the word indestructible is, but they're using that shit. Crazy, because that reminds me of another forest um, that I know of. But it's fine. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get it going on. Get it going. So, and the oh, what the hell is his name? You were talking about the cars. Oh, the cars. That's right. Well. I'm I'm big on when he pulls up towards the end. The end, he pulls up in this uh, Ford with the V8, and um, what's another good car scene? Actually, using the they call it white lightning, also known as moonshine. They use it in the gas tank. I don't, I don't, I don't know if anyone's actually tried that, but it <laughs> does rev the shit out of your engine, and you will go a little bit faster. Will it burn <laughs> through your engine block? Maybe, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> 
It's definitely it pure ethanol. Pretty. Yeah, much. I also so. I also can't imagine that it's going to last very long. Like they poured like one or two jars into that gas into that gas tank and then just sort of went. And I'm like, they wouldn't get very far on that amount. But I mean, again, it's a movie, so. This one, Shia LaBeouf and the dude was going to go sell the stuff. Is, is that mm-hmm. what we're at? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not at. Like... We're not really at anywhere. We're okay. just sort of talking about the movie. Yeah. Real quick, yeah, I got just talking about, about Hey, I came to think, so I just seen um, Jerry. And, <laughs> I just seen your background. I was like, man, you have a beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs> and, then it, and then I was like, oh, never mind. I, I, okay. <laughs> what what are you, a doctor wow. with wait, a lawyer wife? Wait till you see upstairs. Nice house. That's what happened to the, the mural in the background that he used to have. Now he's living great. Good job. This podcast must be taken off. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all secretly getting paid, but we figure you're a big enough star. You don't need to get paid for to. this, Chris. Okay, yeah. you're good. I get it. They can only now, take one black out. No. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> The secret uh, rich is the is the black the one black guy. <laughs> He's financing this whole thing. Did well, we did we talk about uh, did we talk about the scene where uh, Forrest gets his throat slit? No, we didn't. We, we didn't get back to it. Okay, all right. We can. Yeah, you guys are already passed that. It's only been twelve minutes. Yeah, oh, we're just. Yeah, so our ADD kicked in, and I watched <laughs> okay. the movie yesterday, and I can't remember anything in order. I watched it. See, I watched it like a week ago. Yeah, see, so did I. And yeah, I, same. I'm like, like I'm replaying it in my head, and I can see it's it's almost as as like vivid in my mind as Parasite was when we watched it. Like that's how much it like stuck with me, which is unusual for a movie. <laughs> Honestly, we can start right here anyway because that's where the movie really started. It, it yeah. sort of uh, is where the movie really starts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, first... but, now, I will say before that, though, there was a scene that caught my eye when I was like, I, I think they try to do something to the lady, and I don't remember her name in it, um, the like love interest. Mm-hmm. They, and then that's what started the main fight, right? That, so that was kind of a big scene, too, because that kind of was like a, a lot of fighting and that, and they were beaten up. Oh, and then there was a scene with Shia LaBeouf before that. He got beat up by the warden. Really, really bad. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. That, that first rate. thing you were talking about, dude. He pushed the guy's throat from the middle to yeah, the left yeah, side. Yeah. Dude, right. that <laughs> was insane because he's got that the like he's got like the brass knuckles on, brass and knuckles. it shows yeah, that close up of his neck. Yeah. Oh, brutal. The, the violence in this comes at you quick. Yeah, Forrest has the the brass knuckles on, and he punches it, and every time. No, no, they show them taking those guys, like oh, okay. dragging them by the feet out into the woods a little bit <laughs> later. Real quick, this has nothing to do with this movie, but uh, Forrest <laughs> and this character, Forrest would have been uh, way better as the main character in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Hands down. Even the even the bag, Sub-Zero was like, yeah, fuck this shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. walks away. His, his finishing move would be that throat punch yeah, with the yeah. with the brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. That was, I was like, I'm grumble. sitting there and I'm like, is are we like are we really closing up on this guy's neck just being punctured? Yeah, <laughs> fucking brutal, awesome. I like There were some definitely good scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Rememberable. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. Hang on, our our host is <laughs> getting yeah. Back. Sorry he's, about that. I heard the oven home turn home. on. I was like, oh shit, the kids are turning the oven on. We're about to burn this motherfucker <laughs> down. <laughs> I also teach dad. Dad is leaving us around. <laughs> so um, another thing I noticed was the amount of respect. I mean, it, it was pretty much Chicago ways trying to invade on what they had established in this. Uh, I think a nice a, a backwood type of environment. You know, <laughs> yeah. they had the law. They knew, you know, hey, you don't, we don't mess with you. You guys just go about your business and things are cool. And then the bad guy comes in who wins the piece of shit a year of the year award <laughs> and tries to change it. And that's kind of where the whole war starts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This was a this was a weird like, oh shit. Now I'm, I'm trying to come up with a movie reference that I that I it just lost my mind. But um, fuck, eh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It's OK. We forgive but it was you. like it was like most of the bootlegger movies that you see. The lawmen are the, the, the hero of the movies. Yeah. But this like flipped it up on its head. And it's like these bootleggers really aren't bad guys. They're just selling booze. And then this guy is just, well, they start off sort of just selling booze. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then this guy comes in and he absolutely just uh, you know, beats the shit out of these guys. Like he's shooting them. He doesn't he doesn't give a shit what he does to and they're still people. So so yeah, it's it's weird to see that that flip in a movie. Yeah, the the scene that really hit it for me was um the cops pull up and tell him, you know, hey, we're just the messengers. And then he kicks the shit out of me. He's like, listen, you understand, right? You understand why I had to kick the shit out of you. Like, uh, we're, we're still friends. You're going to come over for Sunday roach, you know, yeah. for brunch or right. something, yeah. you know? Is that yeah. the scene where Howard is about to douse them in gasoline? Yes. Yeah. He comes out like a brick shit house and just knocks it, the first dude. It might be the only movie where I've actively liked Jason Clark. I don't like him as an actor. I've never seen him in anything where I'm like, all right, he was a worthwhile addition to this. He did very well on this. <laughs> he didn't have any words. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. He didn't really <laughs> You're <talk>. right. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably why you enjoyed him. Because yeah. you're the silent killer. I like this. Good. He, Keep this going. He would he would have been great in Quiet Place. <laughs> <laughs> he does howl very well. <laughs> okay. Let me stop. I'm not saying anything about Quiet Place. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm great at callbacks. I apologize. <laughs> you know, it's it. I said there's that amount of respect between the criminals and the quote good guys. I just I like seeing something like that in a movie. Mm. Um, yeah, this I, reminded me of like a like a Goodfellas mm -hmm. or like those Italian American gangster movies. But I thought it was more interesting because I've seen a million. Italian gangster movies and I see very few of these like this time period with these bootleggers you know so I thought I I think that was another reason why I really enjoyed this movie because it was sort of a familiar story but told in a different setting with like different characters it's not like all you know, it's you don't have like your Joe Pesci and your, you know, Robert De Niro, like your stereotypical gangsters. You have these like backwoods, you the know, good old boys. 
made those gangsters who they are because they provided them the alcohol so that they could sell it and become yeah. those badasses. These are the guys who pretty much the backbone of it, you know, the workers, yeah. if you will. Yeah. These, these are the workers. These the ones counting, that the war movies, man, are always good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, actually not, a, I'm not a fan like of the that. original, the original young was the County war movie. That's how it mm. starts off. It's a little small County war movie. Well, um, Another scene I was going to bring up was the the church scene where he, he gets <laughs> just fucked up off this moonshine. Why go into the church? Because that's a good idea. Yeah. Is anybody anybody else here ever gone to church drunk? Hung over. Hung over. Sure. <laughs> just hung over. It was All not right. the best. And it was like the long Latin edition. Uh, it was a Latin a, edition one. I used to be a youth pastor, so I'm, I'm not. Um, yeah. Did, you, did you guys not know that? So every day. No. <laughs> so I every. Used a, I used to be a youth leader, so I wasn't. Huh. I never did anything. Yeah. I All didn't right. do anything. Go to well. I was very. Praise Jesus. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I was between sixteen and twenty, or nineteen, sixteen. Huh. Yeah, leader. I stopped going to church when I was fifteen. Oh, so that was before I ever drank a drop of alcohol. Oh, so yeah, no, yeah. I've never been to, to church drunk. My dad was the minister, so Ooh, I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In pu in public, Jerrion's gonna have to say absolutely not. <laughs> I don't I don't remember that scene in that movie though. I, I must have missed that. It was it's when, when he, he was getting his feet washed the first time he oh yeah, it's it's a hilarious <laughs> scene. Because you see what him, kind of, what kind of movie is it? Was it because it kind of had a comedic edge, but it was more action? It's I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say this was a comedy. No, no there was, uh, there was it, had, it had comedic things. Like, it, it, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. way he got his throat slit, it wasn't like gruesome, but it was enough where you'd be like, ah, did he die? And you're like, oh, he didn't die. Like, <laughs> like, there is, yeah, there is some dark humor in here, and it, mm -hmm. it's, it's well spaced out. So that it's not like all like grit, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is uh, which, uh, yeah. The the pacing of this movie, despite being a two hour like almost exactly two hour long movie, was wow. very good because like there were boring parts, but but it's never boring for too long before there's some action or some comedy or something like that. I, I don't know if I would have got through it if I didn't have someone with me. Because like I, you know, I, I give up on movies quick. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the first the first twenty five, I don't I don't remember much about it. Um, but there was a character building in the first twenty five. Yeah. You really got to yeah. know like the the Bondurants, the the main baddie, and then you got this third party who's just like, I'm just going to be a bad influence here and see what <laughs> I can do. You know, yeah. and Gary Oldman just being Gary Oldman. Right. And then oh, it's so being based off like a which character was he? He was uh, the the gangster. Darryl it's not Lewis. based on uh, Floyd. I think his name was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He just played that like badass who oh, was pretty much the guy, the go between for the alcohol. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. What, what were you saying, Jerrion? Oh, I um, I, I can't remember now. Actually, what did I say? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really, I lost my train of thought. I can't remember. It was something. <laughs> I apologize. That. No, it's fine. no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. It was after you. We got a bit of a lag, so I wasn't. I, I didn't know if I cut you off. If I did, I apologize. Ah, it's all good. 
I so, didn't like the fact that like he would that the brother would get mad when he like bought the 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 alcohol or he sold all the alcohol. Like I'm like, ah, I get it, you're a brother, but that kind of stuff made makes me ah man, he he tried, <laughs> he did his part. Yeah, no, and he 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 did like say that he was like, I I see what you're doing here, but this isn't how we do things here. Yeah. Um, it, but you could definitely see it was pr it was established pretty early that Shia LaBeouf's character has more ambition. You know, yeah, he has more ambition than the other brothers. The other brothers are happy just making the moonshine, selling it to the people in the town, and being done with it. This guy wants to get rich yeah. off of which is which is a good you know that's a good yeah, a good source of of uh, I'm gonna ignore Phil <laughs> and just say that that, <laughs> that it's a good source of tension between the brothers. Yeah. Did, yeah. did we know the ages? Because Shadow Buff seems super young and dumb. Yeah, like he, he was, was definitely yeah. the youngest one. Okay. Probably oh, like not that is that this is based off a true story. That's what I said. This is inspired by a book called the uh, the wettest county in the world. It's by a guy named Matt Bondurant, and so he's apparently a descendant. What's that? I thought there's. I thought that was like a real family and everything. I think. Jack was like his great great grandfather. In some way, he is related to the Shia LaBeouf character, descendant. Because at the end, they show the picture with the real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is probably a book based off of family like legend. The, family yeah, like legend. the legend of this family more than okay. what actually happened. Okay. In okay. the same All way right. that The Conjuring Three is based on true story. Oh, it's <laughs> based more on true story than the fucking Conjuring Three. <laughs> I missed did, did, Friday. Did that show. get a bad? Did that get a bad rating? Yeah, mediocre. Very mediocre. Everybody was like article saying about all the stuff that that movie got wrong. Can I say real quick? Conjuring One was my is one of my favorite scary movies. Yeah, it rules. Conjuring one rules. Okay, okay. Three I, is I Conjuring one. Yeah, three is not good. They're just screaming like at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, another this movie. Oh, go ahead. Uh, another question I had was: If you're going to send a message to an enemy or someone you don't like, <laughs> is there anything more effective than a bag full of nut sacks? <laughs> Especially nope. to a germaphobe no, like man. that. <laughs> yeah. That is probably no. the number one way to get someone's attention. Yeah. Especially in this how... era. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean... back then it may have been more common, I guess. Like, you know, you, you're you fucking with me. Here's the balls to do it, you know? But yeah, nowadays, that... if someone did it today, it would be like, yeah, fuck this shit. Goodbye. Yeah, I was I was expecting, you know, I was expecting the, the balls, but, like, the... the it was the whole thing yeah. in there. Like there was like, there was like all the tubes and like the, whatever else is attached to it. They really did a number on that. They had a, they had a whole little prop. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you think they were going to scalp it? Like, like a fish? I, I thought, I thought it was just going to, yeah. I thought it was just going to be bro? like, what did you think they were going to do? Oh, we're gonna clean I thought the they were going to have off. nuts floating. <laughs> we got to get full on you know like oh we don't yeah. need that we don't need that just there we go do just two balls clip 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 no, it's joking and laughing, the ball but i swear to god phil probably knows a guy that fucking does uh, the shit for holiday <laughs> i have no no uh, hey. i got a podcast with him i know save, save, <laughs> save the tip we use that for broth 
<laughs> that gives a gives the moonshine a little kick if you know right into the balls. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Nah, oh. there, there was some um good, good like different killing scenes and stuff. But there was also just a lot of stuff. Uh, okay, like I just I, I hate Shia LaBeouf um being dumb. <laughs> he did a lot of dumb I, stuff in the movie. The, his little girl of, crush. Yeah, he did a lot of dumb stuff, but I don't think he was dumb. I think he just had more ambition than Sense. he knew what to Sense. do with. So he would do dumb stuff because that was, you know, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to do what he was doing. Phil's our I know a guy guy. <laughs> you need you need a jar of moonshine with some balls in it. Phil's your guy. <laughs> I just have to call up to the Yukon. I'm pretty sure they have a couple uh, frozen bodies they can throw some moonshine balls into. That's that's super dark. <laughs> Podcast Welcome to by Canada. Monster by night. <laughs> yeah, podcast oh, mogul by day. Oh. Another aspect I liked of it was they they always treat Shia like the little brother. Uh, if you notice, they did not lay a hand on him one time, even though he's fucking up. Like you know, he's got to learn. He's fucking up until the end, where he fucks it up just a bit too much, ruins <laughs> all their distillery, and uh, gets and a cricket. good slap on the face. Cricket got killed because of that. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. I think it was yeah. more Cricket getting killed than anything yeah. else. He, you're you're the beer. Yeah, it was kind of more about him being like a pumpkin. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was I was correcting myself. <laughs> I was just saying what uh Justin was saying. They did love him like a brother, but I think a lot of it too was like you can't be our little brother and be a punk at the same time. So you're gonna have to start acting like a man. And I think it was just as much as the uh, brotherly love as the family name, because that's kind of all they had to go off of back then. That kind of was what was keeping him in business. After after Rakes beats the hell out of him, Forrest does say, like, you don't ever let this happen again if you're going to be my brother. You, mm -hmm. What are you going to do yeah. about this? And, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, I think that's definitely him trying to be like, you better grow the hell up if you want to do this. And he tries. Yeah. And he fucks up. Did that's Cricket part of life. Have Ricketts? Is that why they called him that? Rickety Cricket? <laughs> yes, really it is. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yes. He tells he tells Rakes that he had rickets before he kills him. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably my heart dropped when I saw Cricket go out. Yeah, that right. was you see the name. All right. That was rough. And he snapped his neck. Oh, that's what your name is. <laughs> but also, like that wasn't you had the tarring before where they literally they tarred their cousin and feathered mm, him. Yeah. Like that was like killing Cricket was horrible, but at least Cricket's death was relatively quick, yeah. you know, snapping the neck, boom, he's dead. Whereas you're tarring this man alive, and he's still it, alive. I thought he was dead when he was at the porch, but then you get him yeah. moving. I'm like, oh, just put him out of his misery. You're not the, the makeup. Man. The makeup effects when they're tarring him, like you could see it, his skin getting red around where the tar was pouring down, and it looked like that made it so much worse. Was seeing that that skin burn around where that hot tar was, that was uh, like maybe the thing in a movie that I've ever seen that made me cringe the most. 
was so, watching this guy's skin just burn off around him. Oh God! The okay, so the, this is a movie jumping a little bit, but I uh, we had watched when I watched this movie, I had just watched Army of the Dead on the way. We watched movies on the drive home. Right. So we watched Army of the Dead, then we watched this. And when Craig got his neck, sorry, next, you had to watch Army of the Dead. <laughs> but I, I didn't mind it; like it was okay. Uh, but we were talking about th- this uh, scene because he got his neck snapped. And we're like, ah, the neck snap wasn't as good as in Army of the Dead when a girl got her neck snapped. Cause that was insane. That was <laughs> hilarious. But but we cared more about cricket. Like when yeah, I, and we're like, oh man, he died. But her, yeah, we and, like, oh, who cares? If Cricket would have gotten his head turned all the way around and his spine would have popped out of his shoulder, it wouldn't have fit in yeah. this movie. It fit yeah, in yeah. that movie, but it wouldn't have fit in this movie. We were talking about next snaps the rest of the ride home. <laughs> yeah. Invincible we should has do a very that. good one. Oh, yeah. Um, the, what I like about the violence in this movie is that it's not treated as action movie violence. Mm-mm. Anytime someone gets hurt or there's violence on screen, it is treated with weight and consequence. Like... It's not just violence for violence's sake. It has an effect on the characters for the rest of the movie. Like yeah. Forrest is kind of like raspy a little bit after the throat thing. Uh, it really changes Shia LaBeouf's character. Uh, Howard is obviously like his all, all his backstory violence, but he's obviously affected by it. Like, mm-hmm. None of yeah. this is just nonsense violence for the sake of cinema. Yeah, like they don't get PTSD from like in most action movies where you have the rock, you know, just mowing down people and going, oh, honey, would you like a cup of tea? Yeah, sure. Everything's great. (laughs) Here you have people like you see them dealing with it. Either they're going towards alcohol, reclusing in on themselves, or you have Shia LaBeouf trying to be bigger than he actually is and show that, look, I'm connected. So they're all dealing with the, the, the tragedies that they have to deal with in different ways. I would say even Howard is like a very... Michael Myers type character in my in my eyes, or just like kind of behind the scenes, and he comes out and does weird like the last scene where he killed Rakes. Man, I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> that that yeah. got me. So yeah, very, yeah, very. He he's kind of my favorite character in this. I like Cricket a lot, but just because of the silence and the and the action of uh, you know I'm from the hood, so we all about the action. You know what I'm saying? Like we, so <laughs> he has who he was. Yeah, he tell he didn't talk about stuff. Yeah, and you talk about you talk about like amazing actors. Tom Hardy in this thing, every time something happens to him, you can see in his face, in his mannerisms that it's affecting him. Like by the end, he's been through so much shit. He's just like he's just like out there and you can see it in his eyes. Like his eyes are vacant. He's not where he is at the moment. He's thinking about shit that happened five years ago and it affected him Mm -hmm. ptsd so so do you think they would do it right if they did a prequel instead of a sequel if they made another wallace Eh, i think that would be yeah i think that would be a terrible idea this is this would be a bad um like series of movies this is as it is it's great as a movie but if they would try to yeah, if they would try to do anything else, it would. So one and done, call it good. Yeah. Well, sure. I'd rather see a remake than a sequel or a prequel. I just want another bootlegging movie. I just oh, want yeah. a different group of people. Like, I yeah. also, I also don't think this is good enough to make a remake. It like, doesn't need one. Just, I yeah, don't I don't think, think... Be, I don't think this in 20, 30 years is going to be something that people are like, oh man, you remember Lawless? Like they're not going to be talking about it. 
it's it's a watchable movie, and I would watch it again. That makes it good in my mind. wow. Chris would watch it again. Cool. I'd watch it again. That's right? big. That's big. I'll take it. I think this <laughs> is the highest world shift. And we'll have to look. This might be the highest movie I've rated. Hmm. All right. I did watch it twice for the show. One of the times was at like 1.75 speed, but I still watched it twice. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I had it right. Is, is it better when you watch it faster and you got them old cars doing 90 to nothing? <laughs> <laughs> that is white lightning, boy. Yeah, that's why they call it white lightning. <laughs> oh, you know that's what? what that, I, do, I do remember the first, one of the first scenes was a, a drive-by. Or no, no, they were shooting a car going by. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was introduction to Gary Oldman. Yeah, okay. we were we were talking about that. That's Floyd's introduction where he just goes out and like murders three people in mm -hmm. the middle of the street in the middle of the day and, and then winks, winks every much. Yeah, winks and then like, hey man, how's it going? Yeah, good Tuesday, <laughs> cool, let's go. And then Shiloh ran yeah, out the walk up. up cases. That, was drive -by. that was a slow, cool mm. daddy walk up. <laughs> he gets out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, Locks cool up, like, yeah, that's right. The stroll, dude, a long way stroll. <laughs> yeah, you put Gary Oldman in any movie, and it's gonna be a better, maybe not a good movie, but it's gonna be better than it would have yeah. been without Gary Oldman. I'm, I'm excited because I know that this movie's on it, but um, True Romance, he's in that, right? Yes, I think he's the villain in that. Now I, I heard because I, when I took acting class, she talked about that movie all the time, and, I, and I've, I've never seen it. I'm super excited it's on our list because I, I want to watch it. Mm -hmm. So something else that got me about that scene um, after the drive-by, Shia LaBeouf runs out and starts picking up the cases off the ground. Like this is uh, a memento from your superhero. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, this is that, yeah. This is the guy he wants to be. He wants to be this guy. I didn't watch it. I didn't see that part. Yeah, like I thought it was cool. I, just to be that cold blooded and still be like. That's my superhero. Real, real quick, is everyone like did everyone enjoy this movie? I yeah, it was a, yeah. So, yeah yeah it was a positive experience. Well, honestly, yeah. I didn't really I, I didn't really like it. Um, I think of course not. He's like, oh, <laughs> I fucking hated it. Never watch this movie again. <laughs> it was just it was just it had that. <laughs> they tried because this is I'm trying to make this podcast better. <laughs> Go for it. I'm all for it. Honestly, like it's just like it, they tried too hard to be the old Western thing, and it just didn't come off because this was made in 2012, and they tried that older thing, and I think it was just too much of the too hard. Like they were trying to do this thing, and and it came off more gaggy than anything. And the way they hammered the nails into the steps was totally fake. <laughs> <laughs> Hammers like <laughs> Nice. Justin Wallace with the oh, callback, the callback king, so, right? <laughs> so we'll <laughs> we'll move on to the final fight scene, the boss level, if you will. Um, the shootout, you know, Shia Buff gets ticked off that they killed his friend. This was so rough. he just goes driving off like a fucking devil's advocate. <laughs> so he goes driving off like a madman, and his brothers they they think you know. He's lost his mind. He's not right in the head. Let's get in the car and follow him. What is your thought on this final fight scene? It's a bit longer than all the fight scenes in the movie. Um, should they make it longer, shorter, or perfect as is? I enjoyed oh, it. It was just the right like action. Like you got enough action in it, and then they trailed off, and then you got the end, which was just a beautiful payoff. But Chris obviously disagrees with me. He's going to say it needs to be at least half an hour shorter. <laughs> yeah, no, this, 
<laughs> None of this was needed. It was a standoff that wasn't a standoff. One person would get shot at a time. It was it was people running out of bullets and making bad. It's, it's like playing. I don't know if you guys know Warzone, but we are guy just runs out and pushes the team by himself, and then it's like, oh, what, where are you guys at? <laughs> like, <laughs> you die because you're dumb, and it was just a lot of that. And then the chase down the rakes, it was it was just super corny in my opinion. And and it was all why do you need forty cops against three people? And then oh, then all the neighborhood people came out of nowhere because they just knew everything was happening because social media back then was crazy, right? Yeah. Like well, what it was is you're, you're looking at it like the cops don't want to cause any problem. It's really Gary Oldman's character, uh, not. Mm -hmm. Is it no, not Gary Oldman's character, Guy Pierce's character, right. yeah, being being the asshole saying, Yo, you have to follow me because I'm this super important person. And they're like, Well, we we always have to follow the chain of command, mm -hmm. even if they don't agree with it. And then you you have the other the other side of all the neighborhoods and all that, all the neighbors going, Well, fuck, if they're standing up and they're surviving, and this isn't right what they did. They killed Cricket because word travels fast, and so you got them all following when they saw uh, the Bandarans driving down. So they're all following, and it's really the cops are like, "Yo, it's all this motherfucker from out of town. It's his problem. Kill right. him." But and why when? But why when he got gets shot by the one cop one time, he gets up and then runs. No one else wants he to hobbles. shoot. Just, just get rid yeah. of him. If that we're was shooting him. We might as well shoot him. You know what I'm saying? That's actually. I was thinking the exact same thing. Is I agree. Yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't make a better point, movie. They're yeah, trying to drag point, it on. They, yeah, and it was it like I I didn't think it was corny. I thought it was like effective because I, I didn't either. Because, I'm just trying to make this. Better. Yeah, <laughs> because this like the action. <laughs> The action in this movie was always bam, bam, bam. It was like sort of real time. You know, these guys are getting their asses kicked and fights in real life don't take 10, 15 minutes. They take 45 seconds and then one person is just laid out. Shootouts and that's how faster. Yeah. And that's how all of the fights in this movie yeah. went up until now. So why switch it? Because it was, it was still going to be impacted if, if it was faster. At, at this point... Oh, hey, Dan Levely. Dan Levely in the house. <laughs> yeah. At, I showed at, up for the ending. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's all right. Yeah. We're at we're at the... Uh, we've we've been very meandering so far. Yeah. Um, kind of like this uh, movie. But yeah, yeah I think you're right. This, this scene, we could have had a one hour and 45 minute movie, and yeah. this scene could have been five minutes long and the cops could have turned on um whatever the fuck his name was Guy and Pierce just kill him right there and then you know had had like a a meeting with the with the bootleggers and and the cops and and sort of figured it out but i thought i thought it was pretty effective the way it went but i could think of a couple of different ways that it could have gone differently I'm... and maybe a little bit more effectively I think they're probably uh, go ahead. Sorry, Dylan. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, I'm, oh. I'm kind of reiterating what Phil was going to might have said, but like separate the conflict between the cops and the bootleggers and rakes and the bondurants. So you see that the cops and the bootleggers aren't interested in shooting each other. This is all motivated by the person out of town. Meanwhile, you still get the emotional climax between the brothers and rakes and they come back and like none of the cops are dead. None of the bootleggers are dead. And they're just like, 
what happened to rakes? And they're just like, we took care of them or something like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, and you separate, like, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Separate <laughs> the climaxes just a little bit. So that way you still get, oh, are they going to shoot out? You get the violence, you get the emotion, you go back and then you realize everybody's kind of on the same team. Mm-hmm. Everybody just wants some cheddar. And I, I still think it's a respect thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, we haven't had a problem with this guy. You hate his guts. You go cut him in half if you want to. We don't give a shit. <laughs> but, this, but, the cops the one, but the cops are the one who shot him. Well, no, it was the sheriff because the, sh- the sheriff saw that because he was escalating this matter with the Bondurants, he saw that if I don't take this motherfucker out, it, all my deputies dead? are going to die. So well, he could, shoots okay. him in the leg and goes, okay, everybody don't shoot. Let the Bondurants take care of this motherfucker. But at that point, you still have possibility of more things because they, they, you could have, that's like, that's, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree that it, and a he good should way have shot him in the head. A good way for the Go ahead, Jerry. Oh, I was just saying, that's what I was going to say about the possible endings. Like, y'all were right. Like, one, if they were going to shoot that guy, then they should have just had the whole town, everybody with a gun, unloaded and made his body pop like popcorn. That would have been dope. (laughs) Ending number two. Ending number two. You let him and um, Forrest just go, like, go, go hands. Like, they just stand there, circle around them. And him and Forrest go hands, and they, you know, he takes them out like however you want, like, or or that the kid been a do dope that. Ending, you know? Yeah, yeah, that would have been out. awesome. That's the totally my preferred ending. Yeah. Guy Pierce's, like, yeah. I would love to see that, but that's not Guy Pierce's character. His character is that slime ball who gets other people to do his dirty work, and when he has to actually do the dirty work, he sees that he's not that good at it, and ends up, you know, yeah. six feet in a but river. You, yeah, you could have also had him, you know. That river was with with Forrest ass. on top of him, and then you know he pulls a knife out of his boot or a like one of those little guns out of his boot. Snub nose, yeah, yeah, and like plays dirty at the end. Uh, Dan Lovely, did you have a favorite scene in this movie? And kind of jumping around. Oh, uh, when it, when uh, that guy got his uh, throat cut. That was that was pretty dope, and. The whole moonshine thing. I just wanted to say real quick that whole moonshine thing, putting moonshine in your engine, that's going to melt your block real quick. It's not going to work. It'll work who for invited, about two miles. Who, who invited Dan? <laughs> we don't need to talk about our <laughs> show. So what? Yeah, that's the, well, what was that? the old engines were made completely of steel. That's why they could handle the whiskey or the moonshine. Yeah, I was going to say, it, would it be different? Yeah, would it be different in one of those old cars like that? Yeah, I mean, it'll still burn through the block, but the fact that they're made from, like, steel, they might last a little bit longer. You get three miles instead of just the two. Yeah. yeah. 3.5. <laughs> yeah, you get the 3.5. It can convert into, like, a kilometer, you know, for the Canadians. <laughs> and honestly, they he did say, like, how far away from where they were going they, they were, and it wasn't that far. He did say He did say it was something like two or three miles. So. Yeah, so. That could have been. It's based you know. on a true story. <laughs> this podcast we is all... based on a true story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we all know about true stories. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's the true story of Doctor Jerry and Blaze and his his uh, lawyer wife and their five children. <laughs> well, kids, man. So before we wrap it up with reels and whatnot, does <laughs> anyone have a favorite scene? Maybe a favorite alcohol they saw in the movie they wanted to give a shout out to. <laughs> Zach's not here to post on his dummy yeah, account, so. 
Uh, well played, sir. Well played. Chris, yeah. do you want to read that out loud? This is like giving yourself a nickname. Oh, man, I didn't see this. Man, Chris Harvey looks amazing. Thank Ooh. you. He really makes this podcast so much better. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to our supporters. Thanks to our supporters. Uh, if, if we're going favorite scene, it, it was that scene where Forrest uh, has the has those brass knuckles on and is just destroying those two guys. He just like the violence in that is maybe the most, maybe the violence with the most weight I've ever seen in a movie, like incredible. Like when he's punching those guys, you can feel their bones breaking and their throats moving to the other sides of their neck. It's so, That's it's so visceral. To the end. He could have done that to the guy at the end. Absolutely, I I'm that's with you there. That violence. Yeah. I, I love that how just saying. simple he just like takes off his hat and already yeah, has the I brass knucks and completely like distracting you, putting it on as he's talking. He's like, "We can do this, like you know, the easy way." Brass knucks is coming on, and then bam! You're yeah. like on the floor, your throat's in the next county, <laughs> and you're wondering <laughs> what the fuck just happened. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Better. I've seen better. <laughs> You've been in a better movie. <laughs> yeah, so no. we're gonna get reels or what? No, no the, a- um, I would say my fa- my favorite scene would my I, I don't know if my favorite scene. My least favorite scene was him in the hospital asking like what the dudes did to the, the girl, and she was kind of like not saying what it was. That was kind of annoying. I'm like, let's let's talk about it. Yeah, and she at the even at the end when he asked her. She's still like mm-hmm. she looked him in the eye and said nothing happened, and it's like, Why? well, yeah. now I don't know if nothing actually happened. Like, did something happen or not? Because it sure looked like something was about to happen. Well, and it, she had like bruises in when yeah. she got in, so something did happen. Did she fight them off or did she, you know? And I, I that un, unknown kind of annoys me. Like, that's a question that we should have somewhat answered. You know, like, did they yeah. actually put hand I mean, like? I had assume I, yeah, I assumed that they had assaulted her and she lied to him yeah, to they protect her. his masculinity. Yeah. As you but, do in the early twenties. Yeah, and yeah. in the hospital, that it made sense in the yeah. hospital, but at the end there, when he's like, Look me in the eyes and tell me that they didn't do anything, and she looked him in the eyes and mm-hmm. said, They didn't do anything. So that's like either she's still lying to him or she did something to those guys and like he, she's not telling him that either. Oh, so I know that's yeah. and and in this movie, oh, like ambiguity is not what this movie is about. Like nothing else in this movie is ambiguous. Everything else gets. What does ambiguous mean? It uh, means unknown. you don't like you don't know. Uncertain, but yeah, we also yeah. we also never see. Never mind. My I just remember that my point is not accurate. I was gonna. I was gonna like say we never percent of your points, but it's okay. You can share yeah. it with us. I, I don't have very good marksmanship. Um, but I was gonna say that we don't get many scenes. We don't get any scenes from outside the brothers' point of view. But we get the scene of Rakes and the sheriff talking at their breakfast thing, where he's like, "I get a feeling I don't like you very much." He goes, "Not many people do," which yeah. we do get scenes from outside the perspective. But it was kind of a weird storytelling choice to cut the way they did when she picks him up. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I, I did. I did like that too to find out that um, he didn't actually walk all the way there. I, I thought it was funny that it was a myth, like it was like a legend. Oh, he walked all the way <laughs> oh, yeah. there with a, mm-hmm. with a slit throw holding his neck. Like, oh, he a badass, and then to find out <laughs> he drove him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like maybe something happening to her. That's kind of a dope like idea that. She I, mean, I, I didn't put it together. Legend going. I like that. Like she was, yeah, yeah. she was okay feeding into that legend because she knew yeah. it protected mm-hmm. him, protected him from more problems. Because he's like, who's gonna fuck with a man who walked to a hospital holding on to his cut neck? Like no one will. And anybody yeah. under his protection is like protected for life because no one's gonna fuck with that. Yeah, Hell, I'd, I'd be like, what do you need me to do? Don't leave that part out. Didn't that story yeah. eventually evolve to he had his whole head cut off? Like the yeah, like, like it was cut it halfway have, off. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah that I, was it, the her. What was like? I don't even remember her name. Jessica Chastain. But, yeah, she was the only one. Like she felt like she should have been a more fleshed out character, but she was like uh like a three quarters of the way fleshed out character. There was some stuff that I just didn't get about her. Mm-hmm. That I I wish I would have gotten you know the rest of her story, yeah. like I could piece it together for the most part. But there's some stuff like if you're gonna make her the love interest of the main character of your movie, and have it be that big of a part of of his life, then Give I need to know a little stuff, bit yeah. more about her. Yeah. Kind of like the aliens from you know, a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the aliens from a quiet place. That one didn't. That one didn't land. Only. If that was a- <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I got two laughs. I'm taking it. No, I'm. I'm, I'm taking- not laughing at you, Phil. I'm laughing at Chris Harvey's face. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a win. I still won. I'm taking a win. Um, I'll say my favorite when he fought, fell through the lake and didn't die again, and then died of pneumonia. pneumonia. I'm. Yeah. I'm with Chris 100% on that, actually. Yeah. I was going to say the ending is my favorite scene because yeah. it mm-hmm. shows that the legend isn't Can true, you... but it might persist. Yeah. Yep. The Yeah. I, I I have a feeling that that's the sort of ending that people, if if it would have been made now, people would have like gone online and been like, oh, what a stupid ending, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, that's a very cool ending. Like yeah. this guy went through so much shit. And in the end, it was pneumonia that got him. Like he wasn't kinda, indestructible. He was like, just tougher than he than he. He was just yeah. too stupid to die. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Kind of like Forrest Gump. <laughs> no. <Ooh>. Anyway. Wait. <laughs> anyway. Wait. What? So, what? So we're running out. Of time. You're a comedian. Um, Shut up. Guys, y'all want to do reels? <laughs> yeah. <let's>, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who wants to go what, first? I don't know what oh. I gave them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess Bill's going first. <laughs> I, I was the one who popped up. Um, I'm going to give the seven. I liked it more than I expected, and I didn't go in with a whole lot of expectations. I like the setting. I like this era. I want more kind of like Western Prohibition, early 1900s stuff. I think... It had some moments where it just kind of nothing really happened for me, um, but I think a seven is probably uh, probably as strong as I'm going to get. Everybody's commenting with their dummy account. Oh, that's just, yeah. Well, I guess in Michael's case, his main account is his dummy account. Um, <laughs> 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 
and Damn. Dylan with the jokes. I'm I'm on I'm on the outs. So uh, yeah, my name is Dylan. You can find me all over some nobodies.com. Uh, create your own pod ventures. Our newest thing. It's branching storyline. Find your ending. That sort of thing. That's all I got. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. What's going on, people? Jerry and Blaze, man. I got to give it a strong eight reels. Love the movie. Rewatch it maybe like this, like the fifth time. Um, good film, man. No complaints here. Good action. Like I said, other than the ending, I would have liked seeing a little bit more. But got to give it a strong eight. Uh, catch me on the Cloud Chronicles, of course. Check And also catch me on the Bet That Podcast with Dan and Jerry. And every Thursday we live. Y'all check that out. And Real Boys, man. Shout out to Real Boys every Monday, Friday. We do a bunch of stuff, Real Boys. Mm-hmm. Peace. <laughs> I am Phil Better. Uh, I give this uh, 7.5 reels. It's fun. It's our version of our Westerns that our parents used to watch. But this is uh, better because it's a lot more violent and awesome. So you can enjoy the violence if you want the violence or if you want a nice prohibition era from a different perspective, watch this movie. It's fine. Uh, you can find me at Invest in Yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast where season two is coming to an end and season three is being sponsored by Sar- uh, Sarlar Rugby, the Startup Super Cup, and its unicorn uh, incubator and accelerator. I'm a corporate shell. I'm okay <laughs> with it. That's how life is going. This is how I'm paying for stuff, Michael. Stop judging me. I'm going now. Bye. <laughs> Michael Colby, the punk rock podcaster, no selling out here. Uh, Jack Billings presents me and my neighbor, Michael. Um, I love this terrible game, which we are retooling. Um, We're adding some more cast members and we're doing it a little bit different. Um, And no time to binge on Wednesdays. Um, I'm giving this a seven and a half as well. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, maybe because it, I, I do like gangster movies, but this was like a gangster movie with a different setting. And I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, great movie. Uh, definitely recommend. I don't know, you know, how many more times I'm going to watch it, but I definitely enjoyed it while I was watching it. So um, I will see you guys on Wednesday and Friday and whenever else. Um, I decide to pop into somebody's podcast. Bye. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Chris Harvey here. I gave this a 7.2 reels. I'd never seen before. I didn't know what it was about. I actually liked it. Um, if you have a 13-hour drive from Wisconsin, quick movie to watch. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I liked it. And uh, yeah. Uh, you can catch me on the Chris Plus Chris show. We have five episodes out on all streaming platforms. And we're put out some more here soon. Um, you can also check me out in many movies, Rent Do, Hey Mr. Postman on Amazon Prime, Hulu and Stars, and a bunch of stuff coming up. Um, I'm in a m- new movie called Save, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called, A Drone That Saved Christmas, and I just got casted to be a lead in a new movie coming soon. So make sure you check those out and new videos coming soon. Thank you guys. Hey, what's up everybody? I am the casually late Dan Lovely, and um. This movie was pretty good. Uh, the Moonshine Prohibition movie, good. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, good. Uh, Moonshine, really good. Um, Violence, awesome. So 7.5, it was pretty good. I enjoyed the movie. I watched it three times, so I'll probably end up watching it again. And I'm Dan Levely. Oops, caught me smoking. Bet that with Dan and Jerrion every Thursday night live, uh, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. EST and 8 p.m. Central Time. 
Uh, and also check out the Real Boys every Monday and Friday. And we are watching uh, The Punisher on Friday, 1989. Dolph Lundgren. That'll be interesting. Bye. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into the Real Boys. Uh, if you liked Lawless, if you like our um, reading and rendition of it, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, we'll be there. Under your bed, we're there. Only fans, well, Michael's there, but, you know. So I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to tune to Real Boys every Monday and Friday. We've got, was it The Punisher Friday from 1988 with Dolph Lundgren and Monday, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Jerry, Jerry and Blaze's number four. I'm Justin. I'm going to give this a solid 8.5. It's writ- real. It's gritty. The violent scenes were amazing. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you next week.